Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a church, we're a house of prayer, healing rooms, prophecy rooms. We're doing a lot here in South Florida to serve our community. We want to serve you. Come on in to Awakening House of Prayer in Davie, Florida, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. are our service times. We have corporate prayer Monday night and Friday night. Amen. God is good. We're waiting on you so we can pray for you. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, contending for a pure prophetic flow. No false prophets, no Jezebels allowed. They're rising fast in this hour. you got to be careful. That's what discerning prophetic witchcraft is about, helping you to discern when you're walking into financial witchcraft, when you're walking into, listen, relational witchcraft. You ever had your relationship just fall apart after the entrance of someone unexpectedly? Sometimes that is relational witchcraft. It's all there. It's happening. Beware. Wise as uh, serpents, harmless as doves, and you'll make it through. Discerned by the Spirit of God. Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft's new book, number one, on Amazon.com. I'm getting emails from all over the world, people getting set free because of the exposures in this book. Check it out and the webinar at schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv. That webinar starts today and it's too hot for most people to handle. So if you're easily offended, if you've got allegiances with false prophets, don't even bother. Don't bother. You won't like it. It's not for you. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. Go watch it so you can get set free. Today we're reading from the first devotional that I wrote. It's called Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, You Can Flourish in the Face of Difficulties. I like that. Don't you like that? This is going to be good. You can flourish in the face of difficulties. I always do. I promise you, I always do. You can too. Here's what I heard the Lord say. If everything in life were easy, you would not grow into the character 
of Christ. Consider Jesus's time on earth. Were the circumstances easy? Were the people around him always supportive? Didn't the enemy come with temptations and stumbling blocks and persecution and betrayal? If the world hated him, it will hate you. If people misunderstood him, they will misunderstand you. No one ever promised it would be easy, but easy or not, you can walk in righteousness, peace, and joy in me. You can flourish in the kingdom of God, says the spirit of grace. Come on, that's good. You can flourish in the face of difficulties. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I promise you, you can do it. I always do because of God's grace and it's sufficient. You can too. Hebrews 5, 8, John 15, 18, Romans 14, 17 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter. You never promised it would be easy. I know Jesus said there would be tribulation in the world. Will you strengthen me to stand in the midst of the world's hate? Will you help me move in your joy despite the difficult circumstances? And of course, his answer is, yes, I will. Father, we praise you today. We give you praise. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you, God, because you are the God of the difficult times. You don't bring the difficult times, but you are our God in the difficult times. You are the God who makes a way for us when we cannot see the way. You have forged a path for us to show us the way forward through the difficult times, through the sabotage, through the, the sinister forces that creep into our lives unaware, even while we're sleeping, the nocturnal attacks. You pave a way through these things into safety, through the danger into safety, through the storm into peace through 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 you're a through and through God who leads us through you lead us through the challenges of life you lead us through the heartbreaks and the heartaches you lead us through the sickness and the disease oh you deliver us from it sometimes miraculously in the blink of an eye but sometimes we've got to walk through we got to go through the wilderness but you lay down a path you lay down a, a, a rail. You lay down a roadway. You lay out a plan and you lead us through. We don't have to get stuck in the middle because you lead us through. We don't have to camp out in the middle of hell because you lead us through. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. You have lit up the path. I just literally saw in the spirit a roadway, a narrow roadway, and there were little lantern, just lanterns just stationed all along the roadway. It was a dark road. It would be a dark road, but the Lord lit it up. The Lord is showing you the way. The Lord is directing your steps. The Lord is making it plain. The Lord is illuminating the path so that you have a clear passage, so that you can see where you're going. You don't have to know what happened 
happens 10 miles down the road but with the Lord you are guaranteed to be able to see the next step you can put one foot in front of the other and walk down the illuminated path the path illuminated by revelation the path illuminated by love the path illuminated by grace God has made a way for you through the difficult times he will never leave you or forsake you even to the end of the age lo I will be with you God is with you Emmanuel God with you not only not only has he lit up the path so that you can see every demon power that would try to hinder your progress not only has he lit up the path so that you can have a certain level of comfort in where you're going he is with you on the path understand he is leading you and guiding you on the path understand he will take hold of your hand on the path like a father with his little baby child he will take hold of your hand to keep you from danger he will take hold of your hand to keep you from running ahead he will take hold of your hand to keep you from lagging behind he will take hold of your hand to keep you from stumbling and falling he will take hold of your hand ah he is the God who will take hold of your hand he will take hold of your hand to lead you and guide you to comfort you and nothing can snatch you from his hand nothing can grab you from his hand nothing can take you from his hand you are secure in the right hand of the father walking with him in the path of light walking with him down that narrow path that he set before you walking with him talking with him oh Jesus we thank you that we are on your path we don't want to be on the crooked path we don't want to be on the broad path we don't want to be on the path that leads somewhere away from you further away from you but we want to walk with you all the time an awareness of your presence walking as one who has an awareness of God all the time knowing that you are with us help us today oh Jesus help us father to cultivate that awareness to cultivate that knowing to cultivate that 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 understanding that awareness that you are with us you are not in our presence we are in your presence come on we talk about oh God is in our presence no we are in God's presence all the time he is omnipresent he is everywhere there's nowhere that we can go where he is not we are in his presence all the time in the presence of the king all the time in the presence of the creator Elohim all the time in the presence of the glorious warrior come on he is for you whatever you need him to be for you in the moment of your distress if you need a deliverer he is right there you are you are in the presence of the deliverer when you need a breakthrough he's got it for you he is the breaker who's gone before you and you're in the presence of the breaker do you understand you are in his presence when you need joy you are in the presence of the joy giver when you need peace you are in the presence of the peacemaker 
When you're in a battle, when you're in the fight of your life, when you feel like your back is up against the wall, when you feel like you are stuck between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army, the glorious warrior God, you're in his presence. <laughs> That's why when you call out to him, he's there because he was already there. He doesn't have to get on some kind of glory spaceship and fly down to the earth to check in on a thing to see what's happening and to assess the situation. He's already there. I said the glorious warrior God is already there. You are in his presence. So you don't ever have to lose a battle. You don't ever have to lose a fight. You don't ever have to lose a skirmish. You are in his presence. When there's sickness in your body, you are You are in the presence of the healer. Jehovah Rapha, you are in his presence. You can't help but to get healed in his presence. If only you will believe. If only you will believe. When things look like they're dying in your life, you are in the presence of the dead razor. <laughs> you are in the presence. You are in the presence of the power that raised Christ from the dead. That power dwells in you. You are the temple of the power. Oh, you are the temple of the power. You are the temple of the power. You are the house of the power. You are the dwelling place of the power. The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. That's chapter verse. God said the power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. You are a powerhouse. Wish I could get five people to say amen. You are a powerhouse. <laughs> you house power. You are a powerhouse in the spirit. You might not feel like it. You might feel weak. But when you are weak, he is strong. Not by might, not by mm, power, but by mm, my spirit, says the Lord. It's not your power. You're not powerful in and of yourself. You're weak. But in his presence is fullness of power, not just fullness of joy, but fullness of power, not just fullness of peace, but fullness of power. You are a powerhouse. You are in his presence. Drawing from his life, his Zoe life. You are drawing minute by minute. From the very life of God that sustains you, that strengthens you, that prepares you for whatever difficulty you face in life. You are in his presence. <laughs> you are in his presence. You are in his presence. He's not in our presence. We're in his presence. He is everywhere all the time. Every day, everywhere, there's no escaping his presence. He sees everything. He said, the Bible says, the, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. <laughs> the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. <laughs> the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. David said, where can I go that your presence is not already established? If I even go down to hell and make my bed, you're there. Some of you feel this morning like you are in a living hell. Some of you are in a living hell of a marriage. Some of you are in a living hell of a job. Some of you are in a living hell of a family, a living hell of a sickness.
living hell of grief some of you feel like you're living in your own personal hell and nobody understands what you're feeling nobody understands what you're going through nobody understands what it feels like nobody understands nobody gets it but there's one who gets it one who sits high above the circle of the earth looking down on creation he gets it he gets it he gets it he gets it I said Jesus gets it he was touched with infirmity so he would understand how we feel he was tempted by every way and measure so he would know how we feel he was misunderstood persecuted slapped mocked beaten and tortured so we would know how it he would know how it feels some of you are in a living hell but David said even if I went down to Sheol even if I went down and made my bed in hell you would be there that's good news because whatever hell you think you're living in whatever hell you feel like you're enduring God is with you in that hell you are still in his presence because you are his child he has not left you he has not forsook you he has not turned his back on you he has not turned a blind eye to your situation he is not deaf in his hearing he hears your cries he delivers he answers he moves at the sound of your voice he's going to do it he's going to deliver some of you from that living hell this morning it's about perspective I'll tell you the truth it's about perspective if you could just get a new purview it's about perspective if you could just understand the outcome if you could see the other side of the mountain if you could understand what comes next how God's gonna restore how God's gonna repay how God's gonna reconcile if you could understand if you could see if you could get past all the drama and the warfare and the witchcraft if you could see through it you would find the strength to rejoice if you could see the outcome if you could see the breakthrough if you could see what God is going to do for you next you wouldn't be walking around saying woe is me you'd be walking around saying wow look at God some of you are living in hell You've been walking around in woe season, but you're going to come out of that into a wow season. I'm telling you the truth. It's going to happen. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Help us, Lord, today to understand that we are in your presence. <laughs> and let us just look at the other side of this and let the spirit of the fear of the Lord cause us to shape up a little bit in areas where we're slacking. God sees everything he sees your suffering but he also sees your sin God sees everything he hears your cries but he also hears your gossip God sees everything he's everywhere so father would you help us today to find a way to press past our flesh and our wrong mindsets to understand both sides of this coin that we are in your presence and you hear us and we don't want to grieve your spirit because your spirit is our only good you are our only good in our flesh there is nothing and we are nothing good and we are so dependent utterly dependent upon your spirit that we do not want to grieve you because you are everywhere nothing gets by you you see it all you see the false prophets taking money from people on Facebook you see it you see the intimidating social media posts you see it you hear the gossip and the slander you hear it so help us Lord to walk circumspectly Paul told Timothy to walk circumspectly walk circumspectly that means walk carefully knowing that you are with us and whatever we need 
It is there and available in your spirit, in your presence. And we don't want to grieve your spirit. We don't want to be dull of spirit because of the sin that we commit. So we repent today of even things we don't know we do. And we ask you, God, because you're in the presence of the one who forgives. Come on. You're in the presence of the one who forgives. You're in the presence of the one who forgives. We're going into warfare in a minute, so that's why we're repenting. I said we're going into warfare in a minute. That's why we're repenting. You always repent before you go into warfare. We're in the presence of the glorious warrior God who's going to help us in a moment to go in, to pursue, to overtake and recover all. That's where we're going. We're going this morning to pursue, overtake and recover all. That's where we're going. So, Father, we stand in the presence of the forgiver, the God who forgives. We stand in your presence and we ask you to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness. God, forgive us because you saw what we did. Nothing escapes you. We saw you saw what we did. Nothing escapes you. Nothing escapes you. We can't fool you. We can't trick you. You saw what Cain did. Cain wanted to be slick. Cain killed his brother Abel. God comes and asks him, where's your brother? He cops an attitude. What am I, my brother's keeper? He said, your brother's blood cries from the ground. God sees everything. We're in the presence of the all-seeing God, the almighty God, the all-knowing God. And so we lay our hearts bare before you this morning, God. We lay our hearts, our souls bare before you, God. And we say, Lord, forgive us and cleanse us from unrighteousness. Forgive us for being mad and angry about what the devil did instead of going in and taking it back. Help us today to take on a new perspective of God as omnipresent everywhere all the time. Help us to walk with a lifestyle of repentance where we don't have to make this big deal once a year and go confessing all our sins like the Israelites used to do and making sacrifices, but just being people who are quick to obey and quick to repent. Quick to obey, quick to pray, quick to repent, quick to be cleansed. So forgive us of all of our sins, God. You're so gracious and you're so good. You're so gracious and you're so good that you do it in an instant. As soon as we cry out, as soon as we say, forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, it's as if it never happened. We're washed white as snow. Our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. God throws them into the sea of forgetfulness and he remembers them no more. Isn't that amazing? You got a fresh start right now. You got a clean slate right now. That's something the devil will never get. Some people say, well, can't what some people actually in their theology, they believe that the devil is going to repent right before the return of the Lord and that he's going to be in heaven with us. The Satan is not going to heaven with us. I'm sorry to burst your false theology bubble. But we are. We're going to be in heaven together. Can you imagine? Just before we transition, can you imagine you and I, Annette, and Teresa, and Terrence, and Angela, and Jeroma, and Carol, and Gavin, and, and Anna, all there in heaven together, talking about that day on the prayer call? When we went to the Spirit and pursued the enemy, overtook him and took back what the devil stole what stories we'll have from our morning prayer times together you ever think about that eternity is a long time you ever think about that isn't that cool we're going to know each other forever so we praise you and we thank you today god 
for giving us that fresh start this morning. Your mercies being new every day. We're, come on, you're in the presence of the mercy giver. <laughs> you're in the presence of the mercy giver. You're in the presence of the mercy giver. And we receive your mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Now let's go into it. Take a sip of water, take a sip of coffee, because we're going for it this morning. Share this right now. If you've not shared this broadcast, please, for the love of those who need help, share this now. Don't be stingy with the revelation. Don't be stingy with the prayer. Somebody share this right now. Share it on your timeline. Share it to a group. Share it right now as we transition. Share it right now as we transition. Last night, I didn't get home from church until almost 8 o'clock. It was after 7.30. We start the first service, prayer meeting at 10 a.m. It's a very long day. And I was winding down from that very long day, just ministering to people, just ministering to people. You know, we're all ministers. Did you know that? Just ministering to people. I was just getting ready to go to bed. You know, I have to go to bed at about 8 o'clock. <laughs> Got home about 7.30, a little after 7.30. And the Lord said something to me. And if you want to grab this for you, you can grab it for you because it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. This is a day that we're going to pursue, overtake, and recover all. This is a day that's marked by God. Not the only day, not the first day, not the last day, but today is marked as a day to pursue, to overtake and recover all. What am I talking about? Several times in scripture, David was facing battles and he inquired of the Lord. I'm gonna read you one scripture so you can hang your faith on this. It's why the word of God is so important. Anybody can get on a prayer call and rant. If you don't have anything to hang your faith on, you just got a goosebump. You got a shout, but you didn't get a breakthrough. 1 Samuel 30, verse 8. 1 Samuel 30, verse 8. David inquired of the Lord. I love that. Always inquire of the Lord before a battle. David inquired of the Lord saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered him, pursue. For thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I love that. Now I know that this is a day to pursue, overtake, and recover because the Lord told me it was. He put this in my spirit. I made a note before I went to bed last night. And when I woke up this morning, it was one of the first thoughts that crossed my mind. I said, this is the day. The devil has stolen. The devil has meddled. The devil has killed. The devil has destroyed relationships, finances, projects, jobs. It's time for a payback. It's time for a payback. David asked the Lord, shall I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. You have to understand because there's an enemy. Ah, there's an enemy that has made this same declaration over you. There's an enemy 
that wants what you have. And he's made this same declaration. I found it in the Bible. It's in Exodus 15, 19. Understand before we go in, build your faith. Tell somebody, build your faith. Exodus 15, 9. The enemy declared. Who? The enemy declared. What? The enemy made a declaration. The enemy declared, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword. My hand will destroy them. That eh, is the devil's declaration over you. Are you listening to me? The enemy has declared, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword. My hand will destroy them. But God's word to you is pursue, overtake, and recover all. Some of you have been through seasons where that de declaration of the enemy over your life came to pass. He pursued you. He overtook you. He got what was yours and he divided the spoils among the demon networks that were partnering with him. He gorged himself on that which you worked hard for. He drew his sword and he tried his level best to destroy you. God delivered you, but there's some things that you need to take back. God asked, David asked God, shall I go up after the people who raided our town? Can I catch up with them? God said, go after them. You will catch up with them and you will deliver. So Father, we thank you this morning. <laughs> we thank you this morning. We have set our hearts this morning to pursue you first, to seek First, Matthew 6, 3, 3, Matthew 6, 3, 3, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. We have set our hearts today to seek the God in whom, in, in whose presence we stand. We've sought you this morning. We have sought forgiveness for our sins. We have sought an understanding of your presence. But now that we've sought you and received our marching orders, we're pursuing, we're overtaking, and we're recovering all. So right now in the power of the Spirit, we pursue every demon power. I said in the power of the Spirit, we pursue every demon power that pursued us. We chase down every demon power that chased us. We corner every demon power that cornered us in Jesus' name. And we speak to those demons who have devoured that which belongs to us. And we command you to cough it up in Jesus' name. Cough it up. Give it up. Loose it. Let it go. Take it and put it back in our hands. Bow before us in Jesus' name, delivering everything you stole. Because if you don't, we're going to overtake you and take it by force. The kingdom of ah. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violence take it by force. So cough it up, devil. Give back what belongs to us, or we're coming in and taking it back. You know the song. Went to the enemy's camp, and I took back what he stole from me. Come on. If he's not going to give it up, you can take it by force. It does not belong to him. So we pursue you, devil. We pursue you. Now you're standing in our presence as we stand in the presence of God. We are backed up by Elohim. We are backed up by the glorious warrior God. It is his name and his power that give us our confidence. And we overtake you. 
We overtake you, spirit of infirmity that stole our health. We overtake you, spirit of mammon that stole our money. We overtake you, spirit of strife that stole our relationships. We overtake you. Give it back. We bind you. We bind the hand of the thief. We bind the hand of the destroyer. We shatter the sword of the enemy that seeks to devour our lives. We break it in Jesus' name. And we're going in. We take it back now in Jesus' name. I decree. I decree everything the devil stole from you. You will recover all. I said, I decree and declare you shall recover all. Just take it back. Begin to confess it. Come on. I take back my friendships that the devil meddled with. I take back the money that was stolen from me by the false prophets. I take back my health right now. I'm taking hold of my life. I take back my life. Some of you have lost your identity. You don't even know who you are anymore. Just begin to declare. I take back my life today from the influence of the enemy. I take back my mind today from the influence of the enemy. I take back my mouth today. Come on. From the influence of the enemy. I take back my prayer life today from the influence of the enemy. I take back my devotion time today from the influence of the enemy. I take back my family. I take back my finances. I take it all back. I take it all back. I take it all back. God has given me the authority and I use that authority in Christ even right now backed by the power of the Holy Ghost and I take it back. I take responsibility for falling asleep on my watch. I take responsibility for letting the enemy slither under my door I take responsibility but now I take authority you can't you can't take authority sometimes honey until you take responsibility acknowledge where you missed it acknowledge where you let the devil in acknowledge where your discernment failed acknowledge it take responsibility and then in that undertaking you can overtake with authority we take authority over every demon power that's even planning on stealing, killing, and destroying. We take authority and we command you to bow in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, in the power of the Spirit. We rebuke you and send you back to hell. Get out of our presence. I said, devil, get out of my presence. False prophet, get out of my presence. Leviathan, get out of my presence. Jezebel, get out of my presence. You, you witches and warlocks, get out of my presence. Get out. You will have no more opportunity to steal from me. Oh, you won't get one more shot at me. You won't have one more roll, r- r- run around with me. Go chase your tail. Go chase your tail. Run off now with it between your legs. Go chase it. Go eat it. Go get out. That's right, you dog. The devil's like a dirty dog. I don't have to release dogs to people. I have the spirit of God. And so do you. You don't have to depend on the world's ways to fight. You don't have to try to intimidate the devil. The devil's already intimidated by you. That's why he's acting the way he's acting. He knows more sometimes about the power we carry than we do. That's why he hates you so much. Because you look like Jesus in the spirit. You look like Jesus in the spirit. That's why he hates you so much. Because you carry the glory of God. That's why he hates you so much. Because you have the authority to send him packing. The only authority he has over you is what you give him. Because of the lies that you believe. So we take it all back right now in Jesus name. 
Come on, you got to do your part. Don't just say amen. Begin to sit, confess. I take it back. I take back my marriage in Jesus' name. I take back the that 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 money from that Ponzi scheme I invested in. In G- I take it back. Take it back in the spirit. Take it back. War for yourself. I'm fighting for you. Agree with me. War with me. Speak it out. Make it known. Tell the devil. David said, shall I go up in 2 Samuel 5? Shall I go up to the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the enemy into your hand. When you go up in the power of the Spirit by the leading of the Holy Ghost, the Lord himself will deliver the enemy and everything he stole into your hand. If you believe that this morning, Say amen. Shabbat, Shabbat, Shiki, Tidi, Come on, say amen. Let it be so. That's what amen means. Let it be so. That's what amen means. Let it be. So be it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Shout a hallelujah, man. God is good. I feel good. I just took back a lot of stuff. Now watch, it'll manifest. Might not manifest right away. You know, everything you do in the spirit is accomplished in the spirit before it manifests in the natural. My birthday was just, what, last month? The Lord told me on this birthday, during that year, everything will change. And I'm just taking it all back. I'm looking back by the remembrance of the Holy Spirit at different points of what was stolen. And I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. You take it back too. It's little by little. And then sometimes a major flood of recovery. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. You're taking it back too. Praise God. Some people will listen to this and say, she's talking about me. Maybe I am. I don't know because I've never listened to your prayer calls. So this is between you and the Lord. But there's a lot of people that have prayer calls and they're not really trying to pray for you. They're not really trying to break you through. They're not really trying to motivate you. They're not really trying to help you. They're just trying to make a name for themselves and sell their stuff. Get money. Prophesy to you. Get money out of your pocket. It's all right. People want to tell you about what they do. I'm going to tell you about what I do in a minute. But you got to discern the spirit behind it, guys. Are they are they doing a prayer call do they really have the spirit of prayer? Do they? Do they really have the spirit of prayer on them? Or do they just bark real loud like a dog and get attention and scream and shout? And Or is the spirit of God on it? Because you can pray without the spirit and there's no anointing on it. It might sound good. It might give you a goosebump. But does it bring any lasting fruit in your life? Guys, we've been doing this for eight years. I don't need to show you and make videos of all the testimonies we have. There would not be enough time to do all that it's not necessary you know what god has done in your heart through these prayer broadcasts we got to have discernment and it's not just the prayer broadcast i just mentioned that because i'm noticing a lot of them are popping up right now i can see all the prayer broadcasts on the dashboard of my facebook that are on at the same time as me and there's a lot of them there's a lot of them i'm surprised how many there are and there's new ones starting like all the time i see new ones they got like three or four or five six seven eight people on there but they've seen that what i'm doing is working so they're trying to copy it which is really flattering and gosh, if they've got the spirit of prayer, please, if their motive is right, I'm thrilled. Go do your prayer call, please, because people need it. And you have a different audience than I do. But if you're just there to bring about a bunch of false prophecy and pump people up and use it as a vengeance tool against your enemies, then you are on the wrong side of God. And it's dangerous to play with prayer. Isaiah 54. 
been doing this for eight years. God is good. I'm not perfect. But you know I got to have the Spirit of God or I can't do the prayer call. How many times, you know, five or six times over eight years, I've had to stop the broadcast because I can't pray because the Holy Spirit's grieved because of something someone's doing on the broadcast. I've stopped praying. Can't do it. I can't pray without him. I don't have a script. I don't have a copycat spirit. I don't go on somebody else's broadcast and, you know, figure out what they're going to. I don't, it doesn't help anybody. It's got to be from God for you. God molds these prayer broadcasts every morning based on who's on the call. That's what comes out of my mouth. I don't have a script. What comes out of my mouth is in response to what's on your heart. So maybe not every single one of you every day, but enough of you to where God says, this is where I want to take it. God is good all the time. Amen. Listen, guys, if you haven't signed up for the Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft webinar, that starts today at 6 o'clock. You can get the book and the webinar in a special package at schoolofthespirit.tv. You can go do that. You can also, and I really hope you do, sign up for the Developing Spiritual Discernment. It's 20, at least 20 lessons. At least 20 lessons, about 45 minutes apiece. At least 20, that's what, like 15 hours of teaching. School of the Spirit TV. There's tons of stuff there, guys. You know, when I first started Awakening House of Prayer, I told God, I'll stand here by myself and pray till Jesus comes back if I had to. And I probably prayed by myself for a year or two before anybody came. And then people came in and, and they'd leave. And you think you started to get some momentum. You decided somebody came, they'd leave. You don't birth anything great overnight. Jesus' ministry started in a manger. He was born in a manger. So don't give up so quickly, guys, with whatever you're doing in life. Don't give up so quickly. Three months is not enough time to even test anything. You can't expect to succeed at anything in three, in, three, in three months, right? And if you don't feel adequate as a prayer leader, that's why we do our Zoom calls. That's why we have our trainings to teach you to do that. Amen? Because, you know, God doesn't use the qualified. He uses the willing, and then he qualifies them. I said, God doesn't use the qualified. He uses the willing, then he qualifies them. He may use the qualified, but what I'm saying is he picks unlikely candidates. Remember Gideon? Gideon was not qualified. He was not a warrior. He was like, you know, plowing the fields with the oxen. He was not a warrior. David was not a warrior when he defeated Goliath. He was a shepherd. God doesn't use the qualified. He trains you as you go. Awakeningprayerhubs.com Awakeningprayerhubs.com Dot com. Join the movement. Find the movement. Some of you new prayer leaders can join one of the calls of an existing prayer hub leader and see how they do it and get some advice from them as well. Amen. So join the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement. Start a hub or find an existing hub and join that. But make sure God told you to do it. I love you guys. I may be back with you later this afternoon. I don't know. I'll see you later. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.